Well, our first reading today is from what we call Second Isaiah, the part of Isaiah that we believe was written during the Babylonian exile. And if you listen really closely, really closely, there are actually a lot of references that to a lot of the Judaic uh, tradition uh, of the Garden of Eden, the call of Abraham, and the peoples wandering in the desert with Moses. Do keep in mind, Abraham was called by God from the exact place that the people are now in exile. It's not a coincidence. Jesus refers to Elijah. This is an ideal day for us to reflect on God's chosen people, our Jewish ancestors. Tuesday was the 50th anniversary of the closing of Vatican II. We debate, was Vatican II a reform, a continuation of the tradition, or a break with the previous tradition? We debate and we debate and we debate and people have different interpretations. But everyone would agree that there were at least a few things that happened at Vatican II that were new, that were breaks with the past. And one of the most radical changes was the issuing of a document called Nostra Aetate, which was issued, I believe, on that last day of the council. Nostra Aetate is about the church's relationship with other religions of the world. Hinduism, Buddhism, and Islam are all mentioned specifically. And most of all mentioned is Judaism. Part of Vatican II being called, very complicated why it was called, but one reason was because of the Holocaust. The Holocaust of six million Jews and the killing of about five million Christians was sparked in part by people citing the Bible for justification for why Jews should be killed. And it was clear that this was not right. And so part of Vatican II's charge was to look at this. Well, today, the Vatican released a new document to signify, to celebrate, to clarify this 50th anniversary of Nostra Aetate, the, the document released today is called The Gifts and the Calling of God are Irrevocable, which is a direct quote of St. Paul to the Romans. It basically doesn't cover any new ground as much as it reiterates Nostra Aetate's teachings about the relationship between Jews and Christians and says we need to do a much better job as a church articulating this teaching because most people are still not aware of it. It also acknowledges the great research that's been done in the last 50 years about the relationship of early Christians and Jews. For example, we now know that St. John Chrysostom in the fourth century, was telling Christians that they should not be going to synagogues. So apparently, Christians in the fourth century were still going to synagogues. The way the Acts of the Apostles tells it, maybe it didn't quite happen that way. There is a unique relationship between Judaism and Christianity. Pope John Paul II liked to describe our relationship with Jews as they are our elder brothers. 
Pope Benedict XVI kind of cheekily said, well, considering that elder brothers aren't treated so well in the Bible, maybe that isn't such a great analogy. Maybe we should say they are our fathers in the faith. That would be more positive. But the important thing is that God has never revoked his covenant with the Jews. They are still the beloved chosen people of God. Anyone who quotes Romans or Hebrews to the contrary is taking things out of the greater context of what the New Testament teaches. Yet we believe that Christ is the salvation of all people. How do we hold these two things together? The document today, as many of the great documents that have been produced through Christian-Jewish dialogue of the last 50 years, says it is a mystery. Paul talks of Christians being grafted onto the root of a Jewish olive tree. We must ourselves as coming out of the Jewish tradition. It is a mystery. This Advent and this Jubilee year of mercy, let us enter more deeply into that mystery of how God's love and mercy is beyond our comprehension.